Welcome back to the Black Belt and Thinking podcast. I'm Peter. And I'm Mirta. And this week we're looking at another logical kind of thinking tool. We're looking at the fishbone diagram. And I'm not going to attempt the uh, Japanese name for this. I don't know if you are this time. Mirta, no, I'm going to pass. Yeah, we'll just pass over this. Welcome to the Black Belt and Thinking podcast. I'm Peter Cronin, lead presenter of the Black Belt and Thinking. This is a podcast where we look at all things to do with thinking faster and acting more purposefully. I interview experts in their field to try and provide you with the insights to the way they think and the tools and processes they use on a day-to-day basis. If you find value in this podcast, love for you to share it with others. Um, but you've, if you're familiar with things like the five whys and you've looked into these sort of things, the fishbone diagram is another common one. You see it. You know, I, I think it came from maybe not Toyota way, but from that world. Um, and it seems to be relatively prevalent in things like Agile and other sort of approaches. Um, so what is the fishbone diagram? Well, if you can sort of picture, you know, a fishbone where you've got like the head at one end and you've got a spine and then you've got, you know, uh, bones ribs. that come off. Yeah, ribs. Are they ribs? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the term is. Whatever they are. Kind of like, uh, what are they? At angles, you know, they angle backwards or the, or the spines or whatever come off, come off the actual spine. Um, so if you think of that, it's kind of that structure. So picture that. And then, I don't know if you caught last time's podcast, but we were talking about the, the five whys you know like you can d- drill down into a, a sort of uh trying to get to root causes for problems the fishbone is essentially that if you imagine each one of those spines well each one of those bones coming off the main spine is a five wise so to me it's like a more advanced version of the same kind of thinking you're now more advanced or just different... more to me it's oh. not more advanced it's just more <laughs> Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Actually, yeah, it's it's it considers more factors, but it's it seems like just the same approach, but considering more factors. Is that is that what you took from it? Yeah, it's I yeah. I wouldn't say it's better. Let's put it that way. It's more detailed. If you really don't know what the problem is, and you've got a big problem, like you know, um, I don't know, you're you're you know you're plant had to stop or you know you've got to have a recall you've got a hot like massive quality problem or something you know like oh my god like how the hell did this happen it's more useful than the just the five whys because you're not just drilling down into one thing you're going all right well let's consider one of these columns uh customer service another column is supply chain another column is whatever so you're considering all these different factors so it's more detailed in that so sense. there's definitely a, a more of a structure to it than the five whys yeah 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 and you can go deeper and deeper. I see some people, you know, they, one of those columns might be, uh, yeah, let's say supply chain. And then, you know, you go up there and you're, you're drilling into it saying, oh, well, we didn't have the, you know, the parts available at the station. Why weren't the parts available at the station? Oh, because, you know, we, we had too many of one thing and not of another in the warehouse. And then you might have causes leading back from that, but then as a side effect, like leading into that, I'm not explaining it very well. Um, I feel like the it doesn't go necessarily deeper; it goes wider. So look, all the examples like... that I've seen 
So yeah. you, you might have a single offshoot, let's say it's machinery. Yeah. yeah. Um, actually, the example I had a look at was my car won't start. Okay. Yep. And then under machinery, I think it had lost my keys or something to do with, was it something to do with the engine? Right. But it wasn't necessarily related. So it didn't go deeper into that. Right. It, it literally just had independent causes under that heading. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But actually what you're saying, I haven't seen examples of what you're saying, but that would be a much better way of doing it. Yeah. So I have, I have seen a couple like that. So I might say like, um, car won't start. Yeah. And as you say, um, uh, machinery. So it might be, you've got listed, um, I don't know, fuel pumps not working mm -hmm. or, the battery's flat or the alternator is not charging the battery. And those might all be independent ones, but then you might dig into, well, why is the battery flat? Right. Oh, well, you know, it hasn't been replaced in two years or I don't know, whatever. Yeah. So you can sort of dig deeper like that and do a kind of five wise thing on each of those by the looks of it. So you can, you can go deeper. I think it's, it's, it's a better tool than five wise because you're considering more factors into, into something, into the problem, yeah. which is like the head of the fish. Um, so, I mean, I, I guess it carries the same benefit as the five wires and that it's not that complex, like it's the same concept in that you're just digging backwards, looking into, uh, well, what caused this, what caused that thing, what caused the thing before it, uh, just in many different areas as opposed to one specific area, I guess. Um, I'm just aware that obviously the examples that I would have looked at would have been different to what you have looked at. And I don't know if you used this, we used to use this type of, um, a tool for, especially in high school for brainstorming, even at uni a mind map, kind of like a mind map. Yeah. But it was, it was specifically actually fishbone. Oh, okay. Oh, um, no, I haven't used it like that yet. But I think one of the problems with these, of course, it's awesome that a tool is simple to use, makes it usable. Um, but I think one of the problems is that there is a lot more opportunity for misuse or for just for not using it properly. Yeah. As I said, a lot of the examples that I've looked at, they don't go deeper. They just go wider. So you end yeah. up with a lot of possible causes that are very independent. But you're not really thinking any more critically about any of those steps. Correct. You're just listing stuff. And then this mm -hmm. having, I, I guess it's under, it falls under a root cause analysis tool. Yeah, you're not yeah. really getting to a root cause of anything. You're, you're going- Almost the opposite. Almost the opposite, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But what I do like is the visual aspect for sure. Yeah, yeah, good visual. Because um, when I you also, see it written out, it's it's so simple to sort of understand and yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I I I don't know if people actually use it this way, but I can see good potential in it be using and in, in, in including everybody. How like how we use a PRT where everybody gets an even say. I can see that being the case. You know, you get someone there from custom service, someone there from quality, someone there from whatever. Yeah. And while they each have their own areas, you might say, all right, 
we'll go around the room with five of us. Each one lists what we think the number one cause might have been from quality, and we get five things. And then we dig into each one and consider them. I kind of like that yeah. aspect. Now, I'm making this up a little bit because I don't know if anybody who actually uses the fishbone diagram does it that way. But, but if you are using them this way, or you're considering using it, I, I think that would be a really effective way to use it because you get an even input. Um, you would also get, you know, if you got the, the customer service person coming up with what they think the number one cause from quality might be, you know, someone on the quality floor might be saying, like, this is ridiculous. What do they know about our job? However, they're stitching to the customer. They have a totally different perspective. It's worth having these things. It's not like all five ideas might be equally relevant, but you've got the ideas there. And so, you know, you don't want to rule them out just because they're not the most qualified person. So I think from that aspect as well, you, you, you get more ideas. You get more, you would look more openly all the potential causes of a problem rather than just boxing it into, you know, something like the five whys where you've already decided, oh, well, it's just this thing. So only the relevant sort of people. Yeah, let's just go this down out. this line of thinking. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just dawned on me that we're doing this podcast all wrong. We should have taken the fishbone and done it on a problem that we have in our business. Yeah, well, we probably should have, actually. We probably should have, and then... <laughs> Tune in next time. Uh, and <laughs> so this is the theory podcast. The theory. <laughs> this is like our hypothesis on how it will go. <laughs> and then we'll, 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 with scientific method, we'll, we'll test our hypothesis. Right. And report back. Of course. Sorry. You should have <laughs> filled me in on that before we started recording. <laughs> no, but that makes sense. Um, yeah. Uh, the brainstorming aspect, of course, with any tool, especially any tool that is fishing for, no pun intended, but fishing for a, a cause. Yeah. Really, you're only limited to your own intuition. So the more people that you have who may have had different experiences, who may have had yeah. um, different backgrounds, of course will be able to contribute different things things that you may that may not have occurred to you yeah so you're saying we should do it in a in a problem in the business in the format i just said like get five people together on a problem and not all of them are necessarily that in touch with the problem but get yeah. an even number of yeah that's uh, yeah just getting getting um more access to the blind spot spots that, that that's it yeah 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 it's a good way of putting it actually and then what the, we'll the do different of your blind is spots, right you don't tend to know exactly. where they are like well exactly but then then we'll put our viago twist on 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 the fishbone so what would that be for you oh that would be considering the assumptions like on, on anything you say you've also got to add in a, a why <laughs> like how how do you say that causes the next thing up the chain like what is your logic there i mean that to me is like one of the the most fundamental things out of all of the tools that we that we do is actually considering but why like how would that work or why would that work or what would have to be true and that's to me that's critical thinking it's not just saying oh this causes that it's stopping for a second and thinking yeah know. it's how not how it? i've come up with 20 possible things that could cause this i'm so yeah. awesome it's almost like i've come up with 20 underlying beliefs yeah that i have or, yeah 
between this connection. Yeah. Yeah. This podcast is brought to you by the BBIT. If you want to improve your own thinking and problem-solving skills, visit blackboutandthinking.com to sign up now. That's an interesting idea, though, isn't it? It's kind of like a reverse CRT. Yeah, I reckon this would be, yeah, interesting. You're right, we should do this. All right, so tune in for the next uh, episode where we'll report back. Anything else to cover before we Well, before we try do you know it? what we should do? We should actually, we should almost do it as hmm. is prescribed and yeah. then see what we come up with. And then we sort of add on the Viago layer to it and see yeah, that's good if idea. there was a benefit. Yep, because for I think um, well the five whys the fishbone and there's another five of these quality tools but for quality tools ironically they don't seem to test for the quality of the ideas yeah that's yeah, true so like as you said they're kind of brainstorming it's like oh we'll get everybody's collective thoughts together and we'll put them into a structure where the thoughts are actually organized rather than just a dumping ground. Um, but it doesn't go, I wouldn't really call them logic diagrams. And that's, ah, it's hard. You might cause them logical. You might call them that because in essence, you are saying this is causing this, yeah. but you are not really testing the validity of those statements. Yeah. It's certainly not teaching anyone sort of, critical thinking skills no um yeah but it's a, maybe it's that's a not the purpose quick of and dirty way of yeah yeah i think that should be our next assignment yeah cool okay i think we do that as you said we'll do one um we'll find the the formal instructions for it sort of thing i found them somewhere um and then yeah have a go at that and have a go at one where we use the PRT rules and add some assumptions and see, see what's different. We should film it and um, put it up for people to have a look at as well. Yeah. Do it. Do it in mirror or something. Screen share. Yeah. Yep. Perfect. Cool. <laughs> They've probably got a template for it because it's a known diagram. Unlike the ones probably. we use. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have to come up with it. Yeah. All right, well, there you go. Hopefully you've got a good overview of uh, the, the fishbone diagram, part one. And uh, we'll see you all in a couple of couple of weeks. Well, you'll hear from us in, in a couple of weeks with uh, our findings. Cool. All right. All right. Catch you then.